Am I supposed to go right now? Are you are you recording right now, white boy? You know what? You look like you got a big one. You probably want this big black stuff, huh? Why don't you come over here? I'll give you a ride on a slip and slide. We call it long cast. Got them all chipped up. What you want me to say? Live from the Mayfair Hotel, this is Tanisha, and I'm here to tell you this is the Hard Luck Show, so stay hard because mama's hungry. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Yes, we are. Coming from the Mayfair Hotel in downtown Los Angeles today. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. My co-host on my left today is Chumahan Bowen, medicine bear to all y'all, Southern Californian American Indian elegant barbarian, and I'm going to be taking scalps from your skin. Yeah. Waka. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Bring it home. See right there? I'm taking my yeah. knife and just peeling back your scalp just a little bit. Peeling your scalp back. What's and then boiling way? the rest of you. Oh, dude, you know what we used to do? We used to hang you upside down, put a small fire under your head, and just let you cook slowly. Handling sound on my right, old blue eyes. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and engineer for the hard look. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn, Sean. I was just a young nigga on the block. Just a young nigga on the block. Oh, that's Chumon coming in. Yeah. Just another young nigga on the block. Oh, this is his gym playlist. This is off the gym playlist. Everything changed when Ice Cube went solo. Riding shotgun in my brother face Lolo. On my way to school, having shootouts with a cholo. Did you work? Did you work out to this song this morning? Uh, not this morning, but yesterday morning I did for sure. For sure. When you hear the game coming on, when you hear the game coming on on the Hard Luck Show, yeah, that means he plugged into his. Playlist. Hey, are you seeing these guys out here? Look at these guys out here. Yeah. Hey, open, open the door. Let's see what these guys want. Okay. Listen, just so everybody knows, uh, when we do our podcast, The Hard Luck Show, and we talk about prison and killing and all the other stuff that we like to do, a lot of times, <laughs> bald white dudes, really nice white dudes come up and they want to stare at the glass at the animals that are inside of here. Yeah. Right? Like a there. zoo. They got two cups of coffee. They're like, what are you? Hey, gentlemen, what are you drinking? What is yeah. it? Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. That's your entree. That's your entree. Yeah, that's how you that's lost right. your hair off that gin and tonic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, so what are you guys, are you guys visiting? Where are you visiting from? Welcome to LA. 
Yeah, welcome to You want to take the hard luck uh, tour? Yeah, what's don't we aren't we putting together a tour? Uh, we're gonna take oh, them on a yeah. bus. They're gonna get jumped into a gang, get a few get tattoos. Shot at, yeah. You guys want to get shot Couple at tattoos. and have some tattoos or whatever? Yeah, sounds like the first week that I spent in LA twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where it. are you from, sir? Tonight or originally? Originally, originally. Wisconsin. 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 We got a winner here. Yeah, that's right. And, and then, sir, you. <laughs> Wisconsin, you're a winner. You showed up as a winner. Yes, exactly. And then, and you're from Sir in Santa Cruz, which oh, is okay. right, California. Yeah, all right. The banana slugs, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Lost Boys, banana slugs, surfing. Uh, what uh, else? The Santa weed, lots of lots weed, lots of weed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lots what of gin you, and tonic. What are you guys in town for? You guys down? What show? Lucky Chops. How come we don't know? They said What's that the like we chop? know what that. What is what that? Is Lucky Chops? I don't know about that. Lucky Chops is a brass band, jazz, jazz. And oh, oh, you know what? That's why you never heard of it because it's a brass band, jazz. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Oh, chops! Like you got chops. You got chops. Right. Musical okay. chops. All right. Gotcha. Well, gentlemen, enjoy. Now, are you drinking out of the mugs because your wives are here and they don't want to see you doing it? Why in the mug? Uh, I don't know. Actually, it was in the hotel room. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, I like these guys, bro. That's right. Oh, I love these guys. Yeah, good, these, guys are, these guys are smart. Santa Cruz and Wisconsin, right. they're like, we ain't paying no yeah, fucking. man. Yeah. We got the bottle in the yeah, room. Yeah, we got a bottle. We got a brown bag in the room. We ain't yeah. worried about nothing. What does it matter what I drink out of? It's where it's going that makes all the difference. They were chilling the cups in the refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. Too. I love right. these guys. Yeah, they were. Right. These guys are great. Good stuff. Uh, all uh, right. Well, let it, hey, welcome to Los Angeles, my friend from Wisconsin. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, he lived here for twenty years. All right. All and right. you went back to Wisconsin, or no, I moved to San Francisco. San Francisco. All right. Are you a tech right. dude? Yeah. What kind of tech? What do you do? Batteries. 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 What kind of batteries? Ion, uh, iron phosphate. None of the ones that are blown up on planes, though, right? Correct. Okay, very good. The ones in the Elon Musk cars? Right. <laughs> Elon Musk cars? Right. Similar. Oh, he's on secret business here with Elon Musk. Are you yes. Are you helping him build a tunnel under the city? <laughs> no. All right. Are you helping him raise money? No. Do we even know how that company's valued? Uh, That's right. Good it. answer. Yes. Good answer. Good All answer. Right. That's right. Well, again, welcome to the Mayfair. Yes. Right? They've given us this. Yeah. And what do you think of the Mayfair? I like it. Listen, if you guys have any art that you want to buy, let me tell you something. Are you married, sir? I am. Are you married, sir? Okay. If you want to, whenever you go back home and you want to change the attitude of your wife so that she's going to not give you such a hard time and you're going to get every, all the stress relieved, if you understand what I'm saying, yeah. go up to the 11th floor and buy one of those photos. Am I right? Yep, Estevan Oriel. Estevan Oriel. What floor? The, the 11th, 11th floor, floor is an art scene. Yep. That is one of the greatest photographers, photographers of all, all time. time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic photos. He grew up with them. Yeah. yeah. They grew up together. Take a tour on the 11th floor and see those. Yeah. Right now? That's a good tip. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, that's guys. The All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. See, that's the kind of experience you could get on the Hard Luck Show. If you, if you, if you send in your, your review for uh, the show and you get selected for Manscaped, you'll get to come in and you'll get to fucking chop it up with Luck, the Red Man, and Sean, old blue eyes. And if you send in the photo... You might get the nod from Esteban Oriol. Esteban hey. Oriol. Info at... Hardluckshow.com. And there it is there. Let me give a big shout out right now to OG Lepke. 
Oh, where is not that with guy? us today? He's taking care of some business with his son. I what? want to give another shout out to uh, DJ Muggs. Happy birthday, DJ Muggs, and the Soul Assassins. What? It's his birthday? Uh, it was about a week ago. Oh man, what did he do for his birthday? Uh, he probably did a lot of things, but he can, wasn't here. Can you explain to me what? Hold on, hold on. Lepke just Lepke, what did what did what did he do for his birthday? Man, smoking like a broke stove. Uh yeah, he probably was smoking <laughs> like a broke stove. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. What I was gonna, gonna say, what is the Soul Assassins? Soul Assassins is uh that's a that's a group of first off, Muggs came up with Soul Assassins, started Soul Assassins. I mean, and his thing was like he wanted to do like a collective right. of talent. And so it started off with different people like Everlast, the RZA, Alchemist, like, you know, some great artists and producers. And he wanted to bring them together as a collective and start producing, producing stuff with these great other artists and creators, you know? So it was like, and then it kind of started growing into where he was just, we were just putting creative people together that were like all kind of from the same type of background you know self-made dudes cut from the same cloth right so you then you have you had cartoon and you had esteban oreo and you had me who were like creative yet businessmen you know and it started just kind of culminating it was like a group of us there was you know coming from new york and la that were all kind of like making moves through music art you know and so that's kind of how the soul assassins came to be and uh who came you up know, with the name so everything Assassin. everything all, everything really to do with it was DJ Muggs. DJ uh-huh. Muggs is the founder. He's the general of it. He's the cat team captain. That's the guy. So Did he come up with the name Soul Assassin? Yeah, so yeah. Came the up guys are back. Look at the guys yeah. are back. The guys are back from the 11th floor. What happened? We okay, so real quick, the podcast is called The, the Hard, Hard Luck, Luck Show. Show. All right, and you can go on Spotify, you can go on Stitcher, you can go on any of those things and listen to it. Uh, we've got 51 episodes, and we've got a huge inventory, but basically it's about L.A., talking shit, American Indian shit, all American Indian. Uh, we have a lot of sound design by Sean, and then we've got a lot of Steve's friends, which include a lot of high-profile people and and people that aren't so high-profile that make shit happen in the streets. That's the podcast, but... Uh, the hard luck the hard show. show. The hard luck show. The hard luck show. Yep. Uh, I no 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 no. I don't drink. Do you drink? I don't drink. Sean? No, I'm good. Okay. But, but no no no. We appreciate it. Thank you for the drink. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, hit us up. Hit us up. Um, yeah, check it out. Send info us. at the hard luck show. Info at the hard luck show. But just search the hard luck show. Put up a comment and then remind me that you're the bald dude, and I'll hit you back and hit you with some shit. All right, but trust me, I'll know. I'll know. You guys look like you got outfitted at REI. You guys look like you shopped at REI. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. So that's the story behind Soul Assassins. Mugs came up with it. There's Soul Assassin Radio, right? uh, Soul Assassin Music. Um, And listen, look into it, guys. If you're listening right now, look into Soul Assassins. Wait, wait, Sean. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? You pointed at those dudes. Yeah. Okay. The so. We uh, what so for, for a little bit of background? We used uh, me and Chumahan used to work together 
at this uh, furniture store Woodworks. way back in the day. Woodworks. Doesn't that dude look like Steve? Yes, or he does. Sporto. 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 Yeah. No, Sporto. Yeah, because this guy was, he looked, so Sean and I, listen, Sean and I worked at a, at a woodworking, right? So I was going to school at Berkeley. Sean was just, this was, he was just hanging, he was just. I was just working. He was just working in the warehouse, right? And like, we worked at this place. When I say we worked, I use the term loosely. We did everything in our power not to fucking lift a finger and get paid. Right. We didn't do a goddamn thing. thing. And so we would sit there and secretly record people up at the front because everybody that worked at this place was a maniac. And one guy was Sporto, who was balding at the top, and he would do nothing but, quote, breakfast club. And his favorite guy was sport the the sports guy, the guy who taped someone's buns together. That was his favorite guy on the breakfast Mm. club. Mm. And so in any event, that guy looked like that guy. Like Sporto. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And our whole biggest thing during that time, Steve, was what beer we were going to drink that night. Did you guys steal from that job? <laughs> or I guess you can't say. Yeah, we can say it. Say, no, statute of limitations by yeah. now is probably run. Did we not steal? Sean, you're looking nighttime. Sean com- stole like double couches listen, out of listen, that Listen, Sean was the night nighttime commandant. The nighttime commandant. Who do you think? Yeah. He just, okay. I walked in with, with, with Tommy D and the guys, yeah. and we just walked in like out. we're getting lost luggage. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, so Sean was, he was in charge of keeping track of what came into the warehouse and what went out. Let me tell you, there was a couple of Christmases mm-hmm. where our relatives where he got, got a, a little bit of fucking amnesia on what came in and out. Huh? My relatives are still thanking me for that year. Because <laughs> the whole cause, entertainment center, huh? Because the gifts went from like homemade gifts to all of a sudden top notch furniture gifts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's not even a lie. That's not uh, even a lie, right, Sean? We used to bring home. Do you remember when we used to, we would have, uh, during Thanksgiving, they would give away like free pumpkin pies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You guys were no, no, no. At the store, yeah, were, right. So we would take home like boxes <laughs> of pumpkin pies. There was a pumpkin pies, like twelve pumpkin pies in a box. So we would bring home like three or four boxes. There was a point pies. in time where our food bill went down to zero because <laughs> all you Sean, did was eat pumpkin pies. Sean and I were eating pumpkin pies for like a thirty days God, straight, yeah, and yeah, beer, yeah. beer and pumpkin, beer and pumpkin pie. Yeah, sure. Anyway, yeah, those were the good it. old days, yeah. huh? I get it. That was that back then. If a guy would have said, "You want gin and tonic in a mug?" We would have said, "Sure, absolutely, come on." Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. So, the thing is, though. um, So, a lot of the so some of the guys, the listeners that were like, you know, what was cool was when you went through the new music with Steve, got the thumbs up and the thumbs down. And uh, so I've been getting hit up. People want you to now uh, go through the newest of the latest new music. Okay. Give us the thumbs up or the thumbs down on uh, on what it is. So I'm going to go to the charts here. I'm going to go to the United fucking States. Okay. Although I'd be interested to see what your take on Korean charts are, believe it or not. All right. We might go there. We might do a little international someday. But let's go to the United States. I'm going to... Here we go. What is this? Nicki Minaj. Yikes. Yikes. Got the strings on him. Woke up the price of coke up. I just hit them with the low cut, then call my folks up. Somebody about to get poked up. Go call a tow truck. All that talking not your He's thinking. His head is moving a little bit. Steve's in deep concentration. He's pursing his lips. Is he feeling it? Super facts up. Well, you bitches, Rosa Parks. Uh oh, get your ass up. Yikes. 
I play tag and you if for life. All right. All right. Okay. What? Uh, hold on. Is, go ahead, go ahead, Steve's go trying to give a fuck. We've got. What happened? What yeah. just happened? I don't know. Why did you step on Steve's fucking dick? Sorry. <laughs> Show- I was just going to say that that beat sounds like it's straight up ripped off from the baby. Okay. Mm, damn. Now we're, we got this sound engineer. So that's, if he why, says we got, that, that's why we got sound engineer. If man he Sean. says that, then he must be hearing stuff that we're not hearing. Oh, he, listen. He sniffed something out, huh? Are you crazy? He knows. If, he, if he's that alarmed about it, then. Uh, are you crazy? Sean, when it comes to listening to music and hearing shit in a song, yeah, Sean's exactly. like a bloodhound. He's counting the bars and the whole, the, all the shit. He's like, are you lining up. He can hear. See, he, his ears were like a, were like a fucking. Oh, hey, wow. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there's like a Doberman Pinscher when that song he came on. He can hear lint on the needle yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, play it, Sean. Okay, this is Sean. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play on my body, a nigga. I just check my balance, I'll probably pull up to your hood. All right, and let me play Nicki Minaj. Yikes, you a clown, you do it for likes. Dude, what? Are you kidding me? All right, hold on a second. Yeah, it right, is. Here go. go ahead, Sean, and play. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to you, nigga. Get caught with your hoe and I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and And compare. Be like, yikes. What's the hype? This is something like, yikes. Out of town on consistent flights. Maybe what is that baseline in the back is identical. Unless unless they collaborated or it's the same producer or something. Look that up while we bitch about other fucking music. Right. Anyway, so what I'm going to anyway, say is I'm yeah, not what, yeah, where I'm not at? a huge Nicki Minaj fan, but I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that song. It doesn't, you, doesn't rub me like make me sick. Let me ask you a question. Would you date Nicki Minaj? No. You wouldn't. No. Why not? Uh she just seems like a big mouth. She's like it seems. She just seems like somebody who wouldn't cooperate. I see what you're saying. I see what What's you're saying. What's that song called? Uh, this song is called "Yikes" by Nicki Minaj. All right, so that's that. Personally, I'll tell you something. I'm not mad at Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh. I, I sometimes. Oh, like, I know. I I know. We don't have to ask you if you date Nicki Minaj. There's not a word in the English language that exactly. would explain what I do to Nicki Minaj. She um, probably have to get a whole new set of everything. Same she's a, producer. She's a, she's a, is same it the same producer? producer? There you go. Yeah, okay, so there, there you, you go. go. Good right, job. Good. good job. Look at so. that fucking the, the sound Doberman ears over Absolutely. there. Unbelievable. So I'm going to give Nicki Minaj a, a, a thumbs up. But I'm going to say. Is this thumbs up or thumbs down? There's no middle yeah, ground? There's no middle. We don't do middles on the show. Okay. It's well, I'm extreme. not going to give her a thumbs down. All right. I'm going to give it a thumbs down because of energy. I'm sick of this slow energy shit. I'm tired of it. Okay. Sean, thumbs up, thumbs down, yikes. I, I don't know. No, I don't like it. All right, here we go. Next Good. one. So that was two thumbs down. Here we go. Nope. That's thumbs down. Thumbs down. Turn that shit off. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I don't that. want to hear anything uh, like that. It actually made me want to take a shit. Yeah, that was so terrible. Tree hugging song. No, 10,000 Hours with Justin Bieber. That's who that was? That was Justin Bieber. Well, you know, I know something. That makes sense, right? Yeah, I don't want to hear anything that's coming from that guy. Bieber? Yeah, I don't want to hear anything coming from that What's wrong with Bieber? Dude. He's an idiot. He's a real idiot. Yeah. He's the kind of idiot that, he's the kind of person, like, you know, generally I'm like, hey, peace and love. But he's the kind of person where it's like, even the Dalai Lama would punch him. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? I thought he was all right when I saw the movie. My daughter made me take, take me what to the movie. movie. They had a movie out. They had a movie on Justin Bieber. There's a huge film out. 
Oh, you know, my daughter was him around or something. Yeah, it was all about his life story. And so my daughter was like, I, you know, I took her. It was when she was young. And so we went and through the movie, the way they depict them, you actually like the kid. You're well, like, I mean, right, it takes a certain know. amount to work that hard and do. Absolutely. What, oh, OK. But then he just started to go downhill. You know, right. I liked that as a little kid. If you're okay, like, like, like if you're a black comedian, you can go nuts and get naked, run in the street and keep your cred. But if you're like Justin Bieber and you try to do shit like that, it just doesn't sit well. I think it was I, I want to say the first thing that really like, was like retarded uh, i shouldn't use that word excuse me i didn't know but yeah but he i <laughs> think it was a, i think it was a um i think it was a fight a floyd mayweather fight and bieber came in with him and he was dressed totally different like mad dogging he was like getting his crew walking behind him with some like shades on trying to be like this tough dude right i think he uh, came in with like 50 or something uh, and it was like i was like dude what is this guy doing uh, you know yeah, it was like mean mugging and you know, a rehab gangster. Rehab gangster. Yeah, it's just like get the fucking <laughs> so, sober living gangster. I don't want to hear anything coming from that guy. Right. Yeah, dude, I've never liked his hair. His hair has always made me want to punch him, no matter what shape it's in. I look at his hair and I go, "That motherfucker needs to be punched." All right, here we go. Sean, are you a Bieber fan? No, I'm. I I don't have any uh, ill feelings towards him. But listen I don't have to this guy, Mister Fucking <laughs> Namaste. Yeah, you know we, what? we don't have a lot of good things to say about Bieber over here at the Hard Luck Show. No, it's funny though because Sean's like, well, you know, I don't have any. He's a, you're like a master negotiator. Where are you pulling your your charts? From fucking Spotify, top uh, fifty. Okay, what, really, man? This is nah, out of the top Billboard. fifty. This is the top fifty on Spotify because I mean, does, we're how two does in Billboard, and it ain't looking so good. How does Billboard track it? These aren't uh, number. This, this is shuffle play. It's so I'm an not, aggregate. Yeah, that's as fine. I'm going on Spotify because that's what I'm using for the show. All right, all right, all right. What are you Let's trying go. to bust okay, my okay, balls? Okay. Spotify's cutting him a check. He's going on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! I mean, Let's come go. on. Listen, all right, everybody. Premium's worth it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Nope. Steve, I want to hear it. I'm with Sean already. Nope. But go ahead, Steve. Look, Steve put his finger up. He's tapping his foot. Steve is tapping his foot. That's a That's a famous song. Memories. That's a that melody is an old melody. That's a supposed hit song. I just can't place it. It is. There's a time that I remember when I did not know no pain. Okay, okay, okay. That hold background on. song hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. was already a hit. Hold on. He's already doing... The song's called Memories mm-hmm. by Maroon 5. Now, I hate Maroon 5. I hate Maroon 5. I don't even like their dick-ass name. Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. What do you mean Maroon 5? But Memories... It sounds like he's borrowing a, a couple of different tunes, just like you said. It sounds like a mashup. He's got a melody from one song, and it sounded like that last part was from No Woman, No Cry. It did sound like that. Okay. When I believed in forever, everything would stay the same. Now my heart feels like December, when somebody say your day. Because I can't reach out to call you. I, I can't remember exactly. I can't put my finger on it, but even that, even that's borrowed. You're right. This part is borrowed, but it, he's changed the lyrics and he's doing something else with it. But I guarantee he's had permission. I'm telling different. you that melody. I know no, that melody. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Here's to the ones that we got. 
Yeah. Okay, what was the song? What was the song that Jay Z uh, did when we could be young? Yeah. Forever young. Yeah. But then listen, I think he switches into No Woman, No Cry when he goes, I remember when. That's it. You're right. That's that's from someone. Okay, now, the guy that originally did Forever Young, the group that did it before Jay-Z Rod bit Stewart it. Was, no, 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 no. Neil, Neil, no. No, um, no, 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 no. You know who sang Forever Young? Uh, Who's that fucking guy? Bob Dylan. He was the original. Okay, but it's not Bob Dylan that I'm talking about. I know it's not, but uh, let's let's go to Bob Dylan. Alphaville. Okay, hold on. Let's do the original. Let's do the. This is the sound. This might be the sound show. Let's do the original one. Um. Let's see. You're thinking. Here we go. Super slow. That's the way he always does shit. All right, I can't wait through all that. All right, what is it? What was the other Alphaville. One? Alphaville, Forever Young. And here we go. What are you pulling up right now? Why do you put put it up, Sean? This is Sean. I don't is know. Is that, what, that what is. he's using? Is that what it is? No, not yet. It's the Jay Z thing. All right, we're getting lost in the weeds on this, guys. Are we? Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's where we're He's right! Now play that Maroon 5 Memories, Sean. Can you pull that up quick? Let's do a compare. By the way, uh, Mr. and Mrs. I might not be right on, but no, there's it's definitely close. something You're fucking there. close. I feel it. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, we didn't plan any of this shit. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> off the top. There you go. Thank you. It's not. It's a little different. Yeah, it reminds it's me more of... Uh, no Woman, No Cry, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold on. No, no, no. no. You did it. You hit it. Kid. Dude, you know what it is? No, wait, I know exactly what it is now, up, dude. Play. And you hit it a second ago. It's and I'm going to tell you where the music comes from originally. What? There's a soundtrack, and it's Bach. It's a it's a it's a it's a um, classical song, and it was the song that they used from Ordinary People. Okay. Ordinary People soundtrack. Play. Can no, you please play the mem- Can it. you play Maroon Five memory? Okay. Stop. Play. Sean. You don't think that's close? No. Close. I wouldn't. You couldn't take me to court on that. No, but it ain't that bad. 
Okay. What is it? Give me the name of it, Steve, so I can play it. So give me the name. Yeah, that's it's it. It's Canon D. Yeah, it is. What is it, Candide? It's Canon, Canon D. in D. Ordinary people, Canon in D. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's, a, it's a famous classical song. And it speeds up. That's not, there's, and there's a couple versions of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is it. That I'm is telling it. you, that's that is it. it. That is it. All right, Steve, it. Steve the sound man. It's just sped up a little bit, but that's right. it, man, for sure. Okay, but that guitar bed, that mm-hmm. ding, and that's from that no is no woman no cry no woman no cry and then when he gets to the I remember I remember when keep playing Sean memories Maroon Five. That's, that's Bob Marley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me try playing No Woman, okay? That's not the one everybody knows. This is what everyone knows. It's a good song. Great song. Anyway, all right. So fuck? that was Jesus his recipe Christ. to to pull that together. Jesus Let's take Christ, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Proven hits. We played like two songs, and we've seen basically rehash and recovers. And yeah, I'm yeah. not even going to dog him out too hard on that. But I'm like, we didn't even get through more than two, and we did soundbusters on the fucking sound, sound busters. busters. We fucking traced that all down. Uh, so anyway, you Steve, you never gave the final verdict on the Maroon Five memories. No, no, it's just too much bitten off of it. But I, the, when I first started hearing it, yeah. I liked it because I love that classical song and I heard it. In right, it. you uh, liked it because that it shit was good. Right, yeah, he, yeah, he took something from Bach. Okay, how about this? I already hate it. Just so you know, garbage. Sean. You want to wait and see what the beat does? Yeah. We were meant to I already hate no, 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 no. I don't like that when they start doing that shit. Suicidal. Wait, what? I don't like when they start doing that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I'm with you. That was Suicidal by YNW. Suicidal. Suicidal. Your love is suicidal. Okay. Next one. That dude needs to commit suicide, huh? Yeah, exactly. He's making me suicidal. What is this, Suicidal Part 2 right here? This is called, this is called Genocidal. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. 
Tanya. Yeah. Who's that? This is Carol G and Nicki Minaj. That beats hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Come on. That's Tusa. Tusa. That's the name of the song. Go ahead. What? Is that hot because you don't know what she's actually saying? No, it's hot because of the energy, bro. Sometimes a lyric can make shit corny and like. Yeah, it's but a, it's a nice rhythm or whatever, but like You know what cool. though? I'm gonna tell you something right now. Latinos, the Latino music scene, I feel like is blowing up. Bieber and everybody's it's becoming mainstream, right? Am becoming. I uh, okay? It's big. Yeah, it is. All right. It is. And part of the reason is I think because they got way more fucking energy. Like yeah. these Ameri- they got a lot of energy and the music, the music wants you get moving. You right. because it's still energy. bro. Exactly. Yeah. I want to so- get up and start salsa dancing. As yeah. soon as that came on, yeah. I started moving. Right. All this pillhead music makes you want to like yeah. lay down. Man. And like, and feel suicidal. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Plus on that beat. Yeah, let's right, hear yeah, that beat one more time. Right, let's hear that one and I don't even think it's kicked in yet, Sean. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. It's not necessarily the beat itself. It's like the singing. Uh, and the voice together. Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. It's also that upbeat click. Yeah, Whoa. I like it. Sean's moving. Steve's dancing. He's got his arms going. He's got everything going. Sean's sticking his lower lip out. Sean's sticking his lower lip out. When the, when the lower lip comes out, you know shit's funky. All right. hey, like, see, man, if I'm out somewhere and there's a female anywhere within my arm radius right. reach and that music comes right. on, it's she's gone. getting pulled onto the dance floor. Yeah. We're, we're all going to dance. Just like at your wedding. Absolutely, yeah. we were cutting a rug over there, yeah, boy. bro. Come on, there was man. smoke That's... on the dance floor. Everybody was dancing. That shit was even hot. my Thumbs Godfather up. Lou. My Godfather Lou, eighty years old. He's got about eighty pounds of pasta on his stomach. Guy was dancing around. <laughs> that was crazy. Working that pasta off. Here we go. What about this? What's this? Already, is this like a neo soul type. Why piece? has everyone got such a long ass intro? You know what? Hey, artist, if you're listening, no one gives a fuck about your intro. Well, this uh, that's a weird, like almost like a maybe Timberland intro. Is this just like get to it? Okay, everyone, just their whole tenor changed. Steve's still contemplating it. Sean hasn't given up on it. Blue eyes, his eyes are still open. Here we go. That shit's garbage. <laughs> that shit's garbage. The lyrics. It's okay, I can't take it. Who was that? Uh, that was, uh, that was uh, Roddy Rich and Mustard. You know what? Give me some fucking ketchup. I don't need that. I, I don't know. I like it. You like it? Yeah. All right, all right. Here, okay. hold on. Blue eyes. Play, I just got a lot of bass. I'm tired of it. It's soft though. Like, yeah, all right. What did you like about it, Sean? Yeah, it's just nice, nice. Uh, just the the lyric, the lyric and the melody, the the way that he's using his voice. I thought it was all right. Very good. Pretty dope. Okay, I'm, pretty I'm dope. with Steve. I don't I don't care about that. I like Roddy Rich, man. What about this? What about this? Steve's he's open. He's everyone's open minded. That. Go ahead. No, 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 no,
love it. Yeah, I do too. Steve's shaking his head. Steve's shaking that? his head. That sounded like an action scene opening up in RoboCop. Or that's fucking, why I like yeah. it. That's what to I live like. And die, like. That's like a part of To Live and Die in L.A. Yeah, that's, that's why I like it. I'm about to get another hamstring cramp. Scanners, baby. Who is this? You know who it is. Don't be foolish. You just said it. Weekend? It's the weekend. Yeah, I like it. I mean, dude, am I gonna drive around LA with that blasting? Not if no. Your windows down. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. In no. your t-top. No, 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 no. Not even t-top, dude. That's like a. That's like a Malibu. That was like some American gigolo. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you had a Fiero, dude, you'd be fucking. Fiero, you'd be right. I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna roll around with it, but you know what? I liked it. I'll say that. With a flock of seagulls haircut. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sean? Is that the same baseline? Yeah. Steve? You want me to play more? Or you already know that? Play it a little bit longer. I don't like it. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. That's fucking boring to me. Yeah, what's poppin' by Jack Harlow? Whoever the fuck that is. Fuck you and you and you. Oh, I know yeah. who that is. I, hey, dude, I like his lyrics on this, dude. That's Bear, right? Yeah. I like the beat. Now that I like. Yeah, yeah. I just like the. I think his lyrics are great for the song. Sean, I love the flow. Yeah, I did too. Wait, okay. Bust the opening out again. The lyrics and listen to what he's saying. So it kind of had me on that in the beginning. Hot girl, bummer, black bear. Fuck you and you and you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because it's I like what I like his lyrics, and yeah. it's kind of like that that kicks off that party that feeling. Right. You know yeah, but saying? you know what? It, the, the thing that I like about it is the juxtaposition with that very well. The way the melody is, it almost sounds like a love song, but mm-hmm. instead he's put "fuck you" everything all over. It. Exactly. It's the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And I love watching your face when you hear some dude singing to a bitch, "fuck you" and you <laughs> and you, because yeah. like you, you're like grinning. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's either classical music that you like or fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. No, nope. fucking no. I can tell you already. All right, now, too. When they can fucking. be some mumble ass shit. Bunch of right echo now. shit. Hey, hey, play Roddy Rich the box. Roddy I'm Rich. Gonna, the I want to see what this guy says. Roddy Rich is about 110 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Roddy Rich the Talking box. about all this. Hold on, hold on. Let me find the boss. The box. The, the box. box. Here we go. Didn't we just hear this? Nope. I already hate it. Put it out the coop at the lot. Told him for a 12 for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. I like it. The whole damn seal. I'm going to get lazy. That's dope. 
And that track's dope, bro. That track's dope. <laughs> and listen, Roddy Rich did some shit with Mozzie. Like, I'm not mad at Roddy Rich. I just didn't like that song that he played. That's dope right there. Cruise the city in a bulletproof Cadillac. Cause I know these niggas have to wear a bag at. Gotta move smarter. That doesn't do anything for me. No? Just, it leaves yeah, me like dead. Leaves me stale. Huh. It's I don't even like I don't even like like as soon as I hear that, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You know what that sounds like? Yeah, as soon as I hear that, it makes me think of uh, fucking who was that guy that was on Keith Wager? Keith Wager? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then and then uh I'd rather listen. I, I want to make some tracks with Lepke, man. <laughs> we should make some Lepke tracks. You know what, Sean? We, let's get together and let's see if we can't pull together a couple of Lepke things. Let's make some Lepke beats. What do you think uh, about that? Can, okay. can we do that? Yeah. You know, and we'll and we'll, we'll we'll put them out on the show because he signed those releases, so we could just chop it all up, man. Yeah. Let's make a Lepke album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude could yeah. be dude could be like the new big pun. We'll just we'll just chop up all this shit, dude. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we don't make mm-hmm. our own label, Hard Luck. West West. Yeah, exactly. West West. Hard Luck Show <laughs> label. We'll set it up, and without even Lepke knowing it, we'll get him into like a feud with like you know somebody <laughs> who can cent. we? Yeah, no, like someone on the east side, someone from the east coast, like talking mad shit, whatever. Rick Ross, you know, get him in the fight with Rick Ross. <laughs> there you go. That would be cool. All right. So, um, how long was that? That was about an hour, huh? That's it. We got another 20. Lucky you, listeners. Got another 20. All right. So now, um, Sean, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Honestly, Uh, though, what are some of the top albums of all time for you, Sean? uh, I said one just just, uh, 40 minutes ago. One of my my favorite albums of all time was um, America's Most Wanted. All time. All time. I mean, of we're talking in, of all time. Of all time. Would you put it at number one? No. What's that number one? Look at him. That's I don't so know. good. You, you, when you do, when you start ranking shit, it just depends on like my mood. And uh, there's a there's a couple of things that like I listened to the whole. It was diff, It was different back in the day, man. What I'm do you telling mean? you? What do you mean? Back in the day, you'd listen to the whole fucking album. <sighs> man. Yeah, that's man. So true. Gee, that's- that is you the would, truth. You would fucking listen to the whole side. If it was a tape, you would turn it over and you would listen to the same. Dude, I, there were some classic. tapes that I listened to where the print rubbed off. Fuck yeah. And there wasn't anything else to fucking do. Yeah. And like the radio was shit. I the mean, radio was garbage. It was garbage, right? Yeah. I mean, dude, it was depressing. You. You'd like listen to the radio and try to look for something or whatever. And it would be like nothing. You'd have right. to wait forever. Right. And then those idiots would be talking over everything. Right. A bunch of adult contemporary shit was on the radio. Yeah. But they, just... they would. And then, but then you would have that shit that would never get played on the radio. And that's what I want. Never. Never. Yeah. Man, I'll never forget when I first heard the, um, the the Easy E album, Easy Does It or whatever it was, whatever the fuck it was, what was that one? Easy Does It, Easy does it yeah. right? I first learned about that. I want to say I was in seventh mm. grade from a hot cha cha Latina chick, yeah, who was fucking hot in the seventh grade. I was in the seventh grade. She was in the seventh grade. I was just discovering porno mags and all that shit. She was <laughs> yeah. hot, and she was listening to it on a Walkman. And she was telling me, and she was like laughing, and I was like, "Ooh, what are you listening to?" And she put it on, and it was like something I'd never heard before. 
like with the the bits that they had, yeah, was so good. Right, right. And then I tried to write my own like like crazy gangster rap, right? So yeah, then, me and King Salmon actually. Yeah, we were writing gangster rap together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were like writing our little thing. So I wrote a sex song, like a sex one, like based on Too Short, kind of based on N.W.A. Right? Did you listen to Too Short, Steve? You yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good. So I was like trying to write this dirty fucking pornographic. Like I was trying to go all out. I was, you know, rhyming. Bitch! Yeah, I was rhyming dick with clit. You know, I was in seventh grade. I don't think I'd ever seen actually seen a clit yet, but I was like writing click <laughs> with dick and our tits and mm-hmm. all the shit, spraying chicks down with my semen. Like I was trying to go as raunchy as I could. And you guys already have said that sometimes I go too far. Well, I went too far on this piece of paper. <laughs> And it was dope. I thought it was dope, dude. I was like, man, this is crazy. This is outlandish. And I fucking put it in my pocket. And then one day I come home and my aunt is looking at me and she's like, I want to show you something. And I was like, yeah. And on on the fucking counter was my fucking rap. She had found it in the laundry, pulled it out of the pocket, read it, and it was open face. And she was like a grown woman, and I had written all this crazy shit about clits and tits and fucking semen. You know what I mean? It's amazing. Yeah. And she's like, now, I mean, this very much disturbed me, Trumahan, what I just read here. Mm. She was like, I can't fucking believe it. She didn't say fuck it. She's like, I can't believe that. I mean, do you even know what some of this stuff was? And then she gave me an out and she goes, or were you just modeling it off some music that you were listening to? And I'm like, yeah, that one. Yeah. I was modeling it. I was just modeling it after. I don't even know what it is. And as soon as we can have this conversation end, I'll be cool. Right. Right? Like I need to get out of here. Right. And so, yeah. Did you ever, did you ever get caught with anything like that, Sean? Like writing some dirty shit? And somebody- no, no. I wrote a bunch of raps when I was like in sixth, seventh grade. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm my mom never found him or anything. Yo, Steve, did you ever write rap? No, I didn't write any rap. You never even attempted? No. You knew? Writing. Did you know or you didn't want to do that shit? You weren't even tripping on that? I actually felt like if I were to put the time into writing some raps and some lyrics, yeah. I could. I feel like I could do that shit. But why even, didn't you? Even write and sing some rock and roll song. But why I, why I, didn't you do that? I just didn't, man. I was too consumed with other business and other things. Mm. Dude, you would have been you a know? fucking great rock and roll. You know what? You rock and roll? Man. You would have been a good from it. A long-haired I would, rock and roll singer. Rock and roll? I would love yeah. that, dude. All right, we'll do that. Let, dude, are you serious? Yeah. Hard luck show metal? Yeah, dude. Just go on fucking, tour? More like classic rock, you know? Yeah. Wait, like some so fucking Led Zeppelin fucking. Yeah. Oh, dude. dude don't, don't even laugh at that song. I love. Hey, let me ask you a question, Steve. Classic rock, what are your top classic rock tracks? Yeah, they don't even have to be the best, but like when I say classic rock, what do you think? Of? I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of lay it out more like this instead of like tracks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just say like, first off, we're gonna start with Led Zeppelin. Yeah, to me is, is the ultimate rock and roll. The band, ultimate, you know. And then I, I mean, listen, dude, Pink Floyd's. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we start going down that trail, man. It's just. Uh, let me tell you, you something, know. man. I love Pink Floyd. I made Sean and King Sam and do a bunch of acid and listen to, to the, the wall. wall. No, no, no. The dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Did you do that? Did you do, ever take course, acid? Oh, bro, I did all that with the wall. And, you know, the wall was more what, what, right when I was coming into it. And then, then you had to go to Dark Side of the Moon. You know what I'm saying? But one of the great, I would say, I would say Dark Side of the Moon and the wall. The wall, one of the greatest albums 
ever, uh, all time. Um, Zeppelin, everything. Okay, wait know? a second. Zeppelin, everything. Like oh, that? Dude, come on now. Yeah, dude. This, I mean... Come on, one Sean. After another. How are you gonna get, dude? How are you gonna fuck with that? Riff? That's pretty good, right? You need cooling. Yes, you do, my friend. Baby, I'm not booing. Yeah. I wanna see it, yeah. Back to schooling. Come on, everyone on the road right now knows. Come on. What? Yeah, Sean. I'm gonna give you my love. Yeah. Listen to hit. Come on, man. That's so good, right? Yeah. All right. And then you start throwing, you know, Santana in there. I mean, we can go on and on, but that classic, classic 70s rock and roll, man. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up on that shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. what all, like, my idols, all my sister and her older friends, my, like, that's what I grew up on. That was the shit. Yeah. You know? The thing about, can't. the thing about, um, I want to say, like, Dark Side of the Moon the thing about that is, is that it's kind of, it's mellow. It's like the Pink Floyd thing. It's a little bit mellower. And so usually the song most people think of is this one. I don't know if you guys know that one. I don't think that's, no, I think that that's the Dark one that, Side of the Moon is the, the song people think of the most on Dark Side of the Moon. You mean, wait, hold on a second. So obviously this is the one that's the more up-tempo, right? Money. Lyrics in this one are fucking sick. Absolutely. All right, you're thinking. Wish, of, you were, wish you were here would be the song I would be thinking most people would associate with "Dark Side of the Moon." Hold on. Oh, you're thinking. Uh, wish you were here. Yeah, that one is a, on a different on a different album. But. That one, this one is Breathe from Dark Side of the Moon. That one's great. This one is good too, though. No doubt about it. I love this one, dude. I used to fucking get really twisted on some fucking shit and listen to this. And I, I think I was trying to make myself go crazy or something. I don't know. I think it was. But they'll. That's good. Sean, do you don't like this or you do? I do like it. This is Wish You Were Here. Yeah. I think this is quintessential. One of the greatest rock and roll songs ever written. I think the lyrics on this to me are the best because it's all about. So you think you would know the difference? I probably based my whole philosophy on this song. Like you think you'd know the difference between heaven and hell? Oh, bro. Listen to this. So, so you think you could tell heaven from hell. Blue skies from pain. Yeah. Man. Can you tell a green field? Come on, man. Cold steel rail. Love that song. I did too. A smile from a veil. Do you think you can tell? You know what, man? Now I'm pissed. I listen to that and I start thinking, like, man, you live in hell long enough, you think it is heaven. Like, if you live in hell long enough, you think it is heaven. I think that's where we're at right now. I mean, that's that the lyrics to that song oh, are man. comparable to like when you think of like a, like the Eagles Hotel California. And the lyrics to that like you that when you comes to songwriting, bro, when really listening to the lyrics of Hotel it's fantastically written. Like there are people that write 
lyrics like that. The man. only thing, the real criticism that I would have of our generation and the generations after me right now is that it's become like, like it's become acceptable to hate on Hotel California because it's so obviously good. Sean, like, have you seen that? I never understood. I've, I feel like there's always been some sort of criticism about the Eagles in general. Right. What is that? I don't know. Like, I think about that and I'm like, man, fuck you. Like, if you can't, if, listen, I don't care how many times it's played. Listen, I'm going to play it one more time. I don't yeah. care how many times it's played. If you pretend, you, you, I think, I honestly think that if you act like Hotel California is not a good song, then you are pretending to be smarter than you are because. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's an obviously good song. Everybody on, knows dude. it. Yeah. I mean, just the setup, right? Like this, is the, it, bro? I right? mean, come on, man. There's no way you could poke a hole in that, bro. Abs, not not only could you, because not, and you know what? This comes from a time when like they were taking guitar solos seriously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, dude, when you listen to this song, you get, you just you want to get a convertible and drive to the coast, Ooh. right? Yeah. I love it. It's, I don't know, and I don't understand. I don't, when if you. You read too much Pitchfork or whatever if you start dogging Damn. this song out. You know what I feel like? This this song can take you from L.A. to Joshua Tree. Right. To mm-hmm. Yosemite. To, to Yosemite. Right. To Texas. This, Absolutely. This feel, I mean, maybe if you get into the Deep South or something, uh, may, you might want to choose a different song. But this one could get you somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Mexico. Hell yeah. All the way down Baja. Yeah. Now you guys might think that I'm I mean it's a little bit ahead of your time too you guys But like Another Okay now I want to say a couple things right now Go ahead See there's that whole thing with you know Yes Some of the greatest rock and roll bands As we talked about You know we're talking about Led Zeppelin We're, ta- we're t- You know we're talking about Pink Floyd Yes they came from England Right Right but there is great American rock and roll going oh, on at on. the same sure. time, dude. Oh, come on. And, uh, and you, oh, yeah, dude. And listen, dude, I credence. was a big, big Boston. Boston, Boston was a hu- massive group for me, dude. Hold on, hold on, Huge. hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, Huge. I love Boston, oh, I love Boston. bro. Boston's the shit. That's American fucking rock and roll right there, bro. Boston was the shit. I love Boston. Um, so funny, dude, because like all this shit is all uh, vi- the vinyl collection that I inherited from my father. It's like Eagles, yeah. Boston, yeah. Commodores. Yeah, like, dude. All oh, that yeah, we shit. start getting into all that. Yeah. Great, great music. Right. Absolutely. Um, so. What's this? Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, what? Shit. Come on. Tell me this doesn't make you feel like being on a motorboat out in the ocean or lake right. on a hot summer day. Yeah, there's 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 some this makes me want to drive like a 68. You can put some you can put some good you can put some some Boston hits on, bro. There's some real have you jump out of your chair. Right. Now here's the thing, bro. Is a lot of people that I grew up with, right? My age transcended and went from classic rock into heavy metal. Now, right. I'm not mad at heavy metal. Listen, I mean, I love hard rock. And at some point in time, they're calling it acid rock. Like, I love fucking ACDC and Black Sabbath. Okay? Right, totally. But it started going real metal. And then that's where a lot of people I know just stayed within that. They could not embrace rap music. Right. That's where I'm different. Right. 
Because as much as I love rock and roll, you guys, listen to me, my listeners. Like those albums, I'm telling you, are the greatest. Led Zeppelin is the greatest rock and roll group ever, right. I believe. I got to be honest with you guys. Go ahead. I love those albums as much, just as much as, and they affected my life as deeply as All Eyes on Me by Tupac. To me, now and then when you talk about where you could listen to all the songs on an album, on a CD, All Eyes on Me, fucking I love when that that motherfucking album, man, that was the shit, that CD. When the first Mob Deep album, Infamous, the first one, the original Infamous album. Oh, dude, come on, dude. There you go, bro. That CD, that CD, that fucking, you can listen to the whole thing. It's one of the greatest masterpieces ever made. Let me ask you another one. What about The Chronic? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Chronic's on my list of top five rap albums ever. Absolutely. Um... I mean, even the Infamy album of Mob Deep, Hell on Earth. These are albums I loved, bro. The Chronic, fucking All Eyes on Me. These are fucking masterpieces, bro. Who doesn't like this? You know what's funny about that track? What? Man, what a feeling. You can still feel that feeling. And how many years has it been since the Chronic? Oh, dude, it's, yeah, that's Dre. Dre's just. It's timeless. I, it's, it is timeless, dog. I can play it. And see, man, you might be in my car rolling with me, and, you, and you're going to hear the Chronic. You're going to hear Zeppelin or Boston. You're oh, going to hear the Commodores. Nah, I love you're that. Gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, but that's what I'm about, man. Yeah, like, me too. That, and now that's what I got. Like, it, on my lights or whatever. But see, you can hear I, Santana and Mob Deep. You understand me? You guys listening to that? Think about what I just said. You're going to hear Santana <laughs> and Mob Deep in my car. Nice. Yeah. That's my, why motherfuckers can't fuck with Lucky. You can't put a finger on me, man. I'm too global, man. Know you know what? Shit. And you might hear motherfucking Luciano Pavarotti and some Sinatra, too. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, what? <laughs> Dude, shit. you see what happens Dude, when we put on... Me. We, well, we put on All Eyes on Me and the Chronic and fucking looks like, hey, and you know what? You might hear some Joni Mitchell up in this bitch. Well, you won't hear any Joni Mitchell. You for but sure won't That's in California. Her. She's good. Yeah. Listen... That's the so so Steve and I are and and you even you Sean, it's interesting. We should talk about this a little bit because our Venn diagrams kind of overlap in certain places, yeah. right? Like Steve and I's and yours will overlap in some classic rock, and we'll overlap in in the fucking hip hop a little bit or whatever. And then and then then there's like the other areas where they won't overlap. Like and I yeah. I know my liked playlist. I got a, a ton of tracks in there that you and Sean would be like, hey, I ain't even going anywhere. Fucking with that. Like if I said Neil Young. Are you down with well, Neil? Yeah, Neil Young. There's some. There, there's some Neil Sean Young. Sean Neil Young. No, I don't do Neil Young. He doesn't. He What's hates the other guy that you I'm not like big on Neil I Young, hate. but there's some Neil Young. When we used to live together, he used to play this motherfucker. Who? What's that one dude? The um the guy that the Elvis Costello. Yeah, oh, Elvis Costello. God. Yeah, I hate bro. Elvis Costello, dude. I can't stand him. Yeah, what he is hated. Him. What is that? Uh, something to detectives. The detective. Uh, Let's music, see. He bugs me. His voice bugs me. Yeah, he hated. He hated it, man. He he would hate it when I would play Elvis Costello. God, there's some great songs. I love Elvis Costello, though. Yeah. What's the Yeah, he's a he's he's a rare taste. Yeah. Like I can already see Sean's face. He's already scratching his face. He's like, I don't know. 
He hates it already. Do you hate that? No. You don't hate it. I'm watching the detectives. That's like, that's... Yeah, still, yeah, kind of. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I like, like that track. I like, I like the, that. the beat, but I don't like he, When he starts singing, it bugs the shit out of me. Watching her detectives. What is it called? Watching her detectives. Watching her detectives. Believe Watching her believe detectives. Hi, yo. I believe that's the. Uh, Watching the detectives. Watching the detectives. Watching the detectives. By Elvis Costello. Punch that, that in. But see, this is why I like Elvis Costello because he's an actual mu- musical virtuoso. He plays all these yeah, different styles. Yeah, that's like some ska. Yeah, and it is that. It is that. I like that. The beat but, I like. But once he starts singing, he I'm hates out. his voice. I'm out. That bothers you? No. No, it doesn't. I never heard this one. Yeah, he's got a ton of them. Let it play for a second. Look at, look at Steve, dude. He's dancing right now. And get bass. Yeah. Is this, this is a side you've never seen, huh, Sean? Yeah, lost me. You don't like that? That's bad. Listen to this, listen to this. Look at, look at Steve. He's like conducting the orchestra. Ass, bro. Yeah. What I about do this? like this. Will you fuck with this? Fuck yeah. Yeah, brother. Will you fuck with this? Modo. I love Danzig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so good. Tell your children not to walk my way. Yeah, this shit is. Tell your children not to hear my words. What they mean, what they say. I'll follow this. Mother. Can you keep them in the dark for life? I wanted to bring in that graffiti artist and start playing some shit. So tell me some more shit. Go ahead. You were saying a Venn diagram. What's outside? All right, what's because on you, what's outside is some of your electronic shit. Gets, it's a little too. You yeah, show, you because sh- I tell you, the thing about electronic music is you need to be into a certain thing, and then you you kind of get into it and you follow it until you start to get a, you start to get a little bit experimental with the edges of it. Okay, so and the, then it starts to take you in a different direction. So if you don't, if you're not, if you're not safe, if you're not uh, comfortable with the fundamentals of electronic music then you probably won't get like abstract with it. Listen, dude, I totally understand that. But like what you, but so, but that's true of all the music. So like, yes, electron, that's what happens with jazz. I guarantee you, there's a ton of people that they get into a thing and then because they've learned the lit, they've become literate in the music genre. Right. Now they're interested in who's taking it into different places. Right. Yeah, totally. And believe it or not, that same shit happens in classic rock and shit and folk. And that's why in folk, sometimes you'll be, you'll, you'll see me or listen to some of the shit I'm listening to. And you're like, dude, I ain't ever going to be caught dead. And so, and that's even led me into some country. Yeah. Where like I well, get I into some, country. you love country. I love country. You used to hate country. motherfucker. No, I don't like like contemporary country. I like like old country shit. What's up guys. 
They're back. Oh, yeah. They look like they've had a few mugs by now, huh? They're walking a little funny. Hey, what did that guy in the cowboy hat say to you, Steve? The what did that guy in the cowboy hat? Hey, are you, are you watching these girls? Because there was a bunch of young girls on the, on the couch. And he was like, all drunk trying to talk to them. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm their bodyguard. He goes, damn right you are, boy. He said, boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was drunk. He had like a, he had yeah, like a cowboy hat on. Guy was barely on. standing up. Guy was like straight out of Texas oil fields. Like some right. kind of fucking He wanted guy. to shake my hand and touch my fucking bicep. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he, and he did. Yep, I had to yeah. back up a little bit. Guy yeah. was going to try to fucking Welcome to California. kiss my hey, fucking neck. Cowboys, dude. He's probably got yeah. a, a rope and a saddle out a there for you. broke back. Yeah. Oh, broke back. Yeah. I can't quit you. Ain't breaking this back, fool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to tell you that much. What about that? I'm going to give you one. I want you to put one on for me. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> Let me... Uh... I want you to hear. I want you to hear just one of that. Yeah, it's the shit, bro. Oh, go ahead, tell me what. Oh, that stopped a mid set. No, shoulders are moving. Yeah. God damn, dude. Kind of makes. There's you- some good rage. That just gets you going, dude. You know what? I uh, I wrote a rally short- around the circle. Yeah, I wrote a short that started. The oh, drummer man, for Rage Against that, the Machine. I've, seen, I, I, I've been at some concerts where they went nuts with the song. So much energy, bro. Hey, this is applicable to Ram, Rampart. Yeah. All the I same mean, to Come on, dude. Right? This shit, man. I love Rage, bro. Yeah. Hey, what do you want for, me to uh, Okay, it's uh, Santana, I'm winning. Santana, I'm winning. Santana, no results for Santana. I'm winning. What? Yeah. No results. Hey, Music can I? Music group Santana. I know that. And song, I'm winning. Uh, he's, here's Santana. I'm winning? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Is it, is, are you sure that's the name? Yeah. I'm winning. Can I ask you about something? Do it. Because I feel like Lucky was here during. How is that not on there, bro? I don't know. Go what? It's not on there. Dude, Ted Nugent? Who's that? I know that. That sounds like uh, Motley Crue. Oh, it is, yeah. I like Motley Crue. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit later. A little bit later? Because that's, that's already when rap was kicking in. Right. And I got totally moved on the rap. You did. Like that real big hair. Yeah, like the Roxy and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that all went, went by the time roll, all that took off. Yeah. Rap had already come out, and yeah. I was already what, on the hey, rap. Hey, Steve, what was I the, was listening to Run DMC, hey, what was Curtis the first, Blow. What was the first, like, like what was the first run, like, rap song? Rap, run DMC. I bought their album. Uh, That's the beginning. How about this one? Raising Hell? Or King how about rap? this yeah. one, motherfuckers? To rock around, that's right. Tell him, dude. You know what, though? It's because classic rock and rap also, people don't understand this. There was an intersection of classic rock and rap in the early days, especially. A lot of those samples. Are you able to pull up fucking I'm Winning? What's that? 
Hit it, boy. Santana. Let me see. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Is that the name of the track, Sean? I'm winning, yeah. Turn that up a little bit. Oh, I like that. That wasn't on Spotify. I like that. Steve is feeling this. Carlos Santana. That's Santana, bro. That's off the Z-Bop album. I actually think that's a great... This is great. Dude, the, the guy who's singing this? Yep. Jesus Christ. He looks like a fucking... But it turned mean. to dust. But no, but that was love, but must have little, been lust. Little touch of country. When the walls fell in. When would you listen to this, Mario dude? Lopez is in this. When would you... What? What did listen, you listen, just listen, listen. Here it is right here. God, this video. <laughs> I'm winning. Oh my God! It's like Bob I'm Ross is in this. I'm Bob winning. Ross. Hey, Turn that shit up and put that on when you're on the highway. Steve, when would you, you be, be listening? I'm losing again. When would you? When would I you? I got be listen- turned on to this when I was about 12, 13 years old, bro. Yeah. And what were you doing, man? I was at my cousin's house. And we were out in Malibu. Okay. And my older cousin had just gotten the album from fucking, I don't remember what, the record, the Warehouse Records. That was the record store. Warehouse just got it shit. and cracked that thing open and put it on. And that was the song on that album, man. And she put that thing on and it was electric. And I was like. Were you dancing? Did you move around? moving around. Yeah, it was just like it pumped up. It was like. The first time you heard like NWS. No, I know, but it's interesting. So you're out in Malibu with your cousin. Yeah. And where in Malibu? Point Doom. Point Doom. And I was with my cousins and some other cousins came over. And there was a cousin of mine and she was my sister's age. And they were older, like three, four years older. And she had gotten the Z-Bop album by Santana. Okay. And she opened that thing up. And she put on the record player, and she went right to I'm Winning. And when that fucking song came on, it was like, God damn, man. That's one of the best songs in the world to this day. It was just, it was just rock and roll, man. I love that. So where, but, like, who's got a house out in Point Doom? I have, I have cousins from my mom's side of the family yeah. that had a house on Gray Fox in Point Doom. No shit. Yep. Would you guys go down to the beach? No, I used to, yeah, of course, we'd walk down to a private beach. There was a private beach. I would go out there on, on vacations from school and go stay with my cousins. My mom would send me out to Malibu so I could go stay out there with them. Yeah, Instead man. Instead of going camping and shit and all that. Yeah. I would just go stay with my cousins out and there. And so, like, you hang out there, and what would you guys do? Did you, like, man, smoke, we'd do all sorts smoke of weed out there? Uh, a couple times we were younger. We'd go out to the, go th- climb through the gullies, go to the beach. We'd spend all day at Point Doom at the beach and boogie board and Getting into trouble and fucking, yeah, it was dope, man. And were there like local Malibu kids that you would yeah, roll with? that, bro. And they were like trying to be like, hey, Malibu for Malibu people only. My cousins, yeah, were the most popular kids in Point Doom. No shit. Yeah, yeah, my cousin that was the most popular 
dude in Malibu. So dude, everybody wanted to roll with him. There's some famous people with kids out there. Yeah, they lived across the street from like Rob Lowe and then the Emilio Estevez and then all, all those kids were out there. Oh, man. So you were yeah, just rolling with all them. those kids. Yeah, it was, was fun. It just, I never wanted to come home. I'm sure. Then where would you and have to had, go home but, to? And they were like, they did. They were they were well off, dude. Yeah. So they were the side of the family that had money. So my mom, hey, yeah, she'd call her cousin. Hey, you know, we were about the same age, me and my cousins and and she and my my cousin Nessa, she was just like, of course we want. She loved me. She was like, we love, we want. So I would take the bus all the ways up PCH to their house, and I'd stay there for like a week, ten days. I'd stay with them, and I never, I didn't want to come home. Was there just like cocaine drifts blowing? No, what this is? I was a kid, bro. Like how old? I'm talking about like nine, ten, eleven, nine that to is- like nine to like twelve. Right. You know, that's awesome. I go out there. Do you make awesome. out with any chicks? Oh out there? yeah, all that shit. Spin the bottle, all that stuff. Yeah, bunch of, dude. That's yeah, a bunch awesome. of hot little Malibu girls. Yeah, yeah man. and, did, and, and at that time though, you were still kind of like a nice kid at that time. Like, yeah. did they? Did you play up anything? Like, hey, I'm from the I'm from Santa Monica or anything like that? No, or? it was before. I was really. I was just the kid from the city, so they thought that was cool because I lived in L.A. Right, because living in Malibu is like living way out. I mean, it's beautiful and they there's lots like, of shit, dude, but you ain't you ain't going back to the city. They were all of, tan and flip flops, right. all beach, eating fucking nature food and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was like the city dude, you know, like you know, yeah, that yeah, was good. But that that that. What's your um, best memory from that time? Like from that time, like what's one that you're like, man, I fuck. That's my that was that's that that symbolizes everything of that. I don't know, man. I did so much with my cousin Evan out there, man. I just had the best times, like. I remember him and his brother and a couple friends. Um, uh, they all dressed up like okay, Kiss when the group Kiss. Oh, yes. I'm talking about when Kiss first came out. Right, that was the first concert I ever went to. Was a Kiss, Kiss concert. Oh wow. hell yeah, I'll still listen to some Kiss right of now. Course. Um, but we were like, that was their first concert. That was my first concert. We were all right at the same age, and it was like 12 years old, and Kiss was it. Yeah. That was the group. And I remember I went out there to stay with them. And as soon as I get out there, they're like, hey, we're having a kiss concert tonight. And I'm like, what do you mean you're having a kiss concert? They're like, yeah. And my cousins, who I idolize, they're like, dude, I'm going to be Gene Simmons. Yeah. And they had makeup and they had wigs and they had fucking guitars right. and they had this whole shit. And I'm like, oh my. And, and, they're in the, and then who's the guy that played Superman? Um, Steve. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah. Dean Kane. You Kane. know who Dean Kane is? I yeah. do know who Dean Kane is. He was in the group. He lived right across the street. No shit. Get so the Dean fuck Kane out of and his brother Roger Kane were the other two dudes. And Roger my, Kane. Yeah, that's his two. They're, they're brothers. So Dean <laughs> Kane and his brother, his older brother. And then my two cousins, Evan and Darren, were all kiss, right? Yeah. And they were going to put on this live fucking show, that's right? Awesome. So they did, right? So they had like this whole living room and like there were friends. It was like they had a party, friends, parents, everybody was there. And they had the speakers all set up. And they had their guitars and a drum set and everything. And then they like fucking turned out all the lights, had strobes going, and they turned it on. They had the what? record on. Yeah. And they all like mouthed it and played along. It, it was, was like, yeah. They fully did like, like a sync full- lipping. Yeah. And my Lip cousin syncing. Evan was Gene Simmons with his fucking tongue out and everything. Yeah. And I was just thought like, it, they rocked it. It was, everybody was into it. And I was like, man, these fucking dudes, man. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing that these dudes got in the fucking costume. <laughs> that is the coolest thing, these man. Kids, we're talking about everybody's like 12 years old. Yeah. And these dudes were like, we're having a Kiss concert. Uh, and the whole block, like the whole street, 
all the parents, all the kids, everyone was there rocking out. It was cool, man. That's that's a fucking great yeah, memory. That's the, yeah, that's one of the greatest stories, man. Dude, dope. I love that. So my yeah, dude, my girlfriend Carol, I'll, I won't say her last name, but my first girlfriend ever, Carol, was way into Kiss, dude, and she had all of their posters. She was like a little rocker chick on the reservation. She had all the posters up, and she 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 knew which one. She didn't like Gene Simmons. She was like, I'm not going for the front man. She liked Paul Stanley. Yes, right? that's yeah. exactly right. That dude. was my dude, Paul. She Stanley. was cool too, man. Carol was yeah. fucking cool, man. Big shout out to Carol wherever you are. Nah, I never yes, forgot. That's yeah, awesome, dude. Man, that, that I love that. Time. Yeah, man. You know I, what? That's why you. You know what? That's partially why you're able to like move between all the different groups, you know. And you know, did Sean? Don't I tell you that Steve knows everybody? Not only that, he's just a he's a politician. What he's, do you mean? He's just so politician, dude. You're just so easily able to to because he's talk been to because he's been to all these places. Right. You had training early, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, because. Because partially you were saying like Santa Monica, you, you know, being in this area, you, you got involved, you met lots of different kinds of people and learned how to talk different languages to different people. But the truth is also, even at a very early age, you were bouncing back and forth between these cultures. One Absolutely. Is, right. And so you learned, Absolutely. You, I mean, you learned what the truth is, is that underneath it all, everyone's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. you just have to learn what their code is. Whatever the code language is. If you can speak the code language, then you can reach the person underneath all that and, and then everyone's the same under that, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. See that? And that's what Sean's watching you do this because when we were doing the San Francisco, there's been some moments where, you know, you've been able to be in one frame of mind. Steve, like, like you're in one frame of mind and then when it's time to make the transition because we're meeting a new person or we got to do this, that, and the other thing or we got to talk the hotel lady into giving us free parking, whatever the fuck it is, mm -hmm. right? You're able to switch on a dime and be like, hey, listen, we got to blah, 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 blah. Whereas Sean, right, he marvels at that because Sean, it takes, you have a different process. You can't do that, yeah. right, Sean? Yeah. Like, what's your thing? It's, what's my, what do you mean, what's my thing? Oh my God, dude. Does he fucking <laughs> listen to the show or not? I'm saying, you say, Steve, it takes you 10 minutes. What's your thing? When it, like, Steve's able to switch and you watch him do this, how is it for you as a person? Like, when you're dealing with it, you can't get yourself up to that energy level? Yeah, or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's an energy. It takes me, like, 10 minutes to, like, warm up to, you know, what's going on. What causes that? evaluate the situation. Why do you have to do that? I don't know. No, I, I mean, if I could tell you, I would, I would just do it, right? You wish that you could do that. Yeah. But what, I don't think that, I don't, I don't really see it or get it but what i do want to say is don't you do the same thing oh yeah i definitely do yeah he does the same thing i did the same thing no 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 no, no. And, and what i'm saying to you see sean's a guy that's caught up in a little bit so sean gets self-conscious number one right yeah am i wrong no okay sean gets self-conscious and and he becomes super aware he tries to become super aware of the social rules that are going on and he's trying to figure out what the protocol is. Is that correct? Sure. Yes. Yes or no? Don't yes. say sure. I'm going to fucking... Mm. Fucking mm. A. God just damn, just say yeah. no if it's mm. not true. No, that's true. Okay. So he's so so while he's processing that, Steve, you're already at the front porch smoking a cigarette with a guy and like laughing and yelling and slapping backs with, it could be, you know, a business guy. And the next one, it could be a lifer. And the next one, I mean, Sean's still, he's still, he's still trying to evaluate. What do you attribute that to? Like, do you think it's because you didn't 
Did you bounce around between different kinds of cultures, Sean, growing up? Uh, no. No, I had like one group of friends, and it was a pretty big group of friends. Um, and then, and then, um, you know, at a young age before I went to uh, high school, I had to go to a different, I moved to like a different place. And so then I had to like kind of get readjusted. I didn't really actually fit into a, mm-hmm. kind of a group. Like I didn't have a group, you know, but um, it was just one transition. No, it was a, so then I went, uh, my first year of high school, I went to one school and then the next year of high school, I went to a, a different school. So I was like constantly trying to fit in, you know? Yeah. It's weird though, because what we're describing with Steve is he's going from one area to another area with, in, in other areas and he's bouncing around. Why, why is he able to plug in and unplug faster? And you're, you, you're suggesting that, well, I have changed. I did have to readjust. I did have to go over here. What do you attribute the difference to? Like, why is it that you're still kind of like in that mode or whatever you want to say, adjusting to, why does it take you longer to adjust? I mean, I don't know that I really adjust. I mean, I, I, that's interesting. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean that like, I don't know that I actually will fit in, in the, in the group that I'm talking to. I mean, I, I mean, once I walk away from them, are they really going to, am I, am I going to have to, how am I going to fit in again? You know what I mean? Do you understand? Not at all. Steve, what are you, when you're evaluating here, what Sean's saying, what are you seeing there in terms of right now, this is, we're turning this into a masterclass of like social, (laughs) social, social, I don't know what you want to call it. Efficacy. I'll be honest with you, Go man. Ahead. I don't think there's anything really. I don't think there's anything off with Sean. I think Sean's um, like what most people. I think that Sean's kind of like along the lines of normal. Normal, which is what? Which is like, yeah, you're gonna assess things, and maybe you don't have a lot of experience with that. So before you jump in, you're gonna assess it, and you need to know how this purple over here matches up with this navy blue over here. And making that transition takes a minute to like figure it out and get there. And you may not have a lot of experience. Maybe you have experience with one and you have no experience with the other. So you're going to stand back and let, see how the other people kind of deal with it. And then you find yeah, your place. Yeah. And it's like, and, and I feel like most people haven't had that rainbow and been in and out of been exposed and, and this and that. Let's not forget that I'm 52 and I was around. Sean and I are the same age. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how it is, but what I would say is I would think that that's more the norm. And then somebody who's kind of like spread or had multiple experiences, if they can put them into words or, or should, it might look like, wow, this person is able to interchange in all these different ways. Where really it's like, it's just part of the history of what you went through. Right. It's interesting, Sean. But well, what did you make of, to me, I keyed off of what he said when he said, then I walk away. Am I going to be able to fit back in again? That was an interesting. Well, am I going to meet these people again? Are they giving me the cue that I'm accepted? Like that, I guess I'm, I'm like waiting for that cue. Like it, you don't know, like there's some people you meet and like you're instantly like you hit it right off the bat. You're like, ah, you know, we, we gel together. We're, we're kind of similar people. It's easy. Um, I can tell where I fit in that sort of thing. Yeah. And then there's like this whole other thing where it's kind of just like, it's really ambiguous, like where I fit in with you or what kind of uh, status I, I guess I'm in or something. I don't know if I'm accepted, that sort of thing. 
And if I don't know, then I'm not going to, I guess if I don't know if I'm being accepted, if I don't get a cue, then I'm not going to assert myself like into, into your, into your like friend zone or whatever. If that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. Um, because you don't know what's appropriate and what's not. I d- and what's, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what's overstepping the boundary right. or what's not. Hmm, what do you make of that, Steve? Uh, I think it makes sense. If he doesn't, you don't know, man. I mean, like, not everybody's been, not everybody has all sorts of experiences, knows how to engage, um, you know. That's interesting. You know what? I'll say something to you, Sean. Like, I don't, I don't, why is that, what, what are you laughing about? Because it's it's uh the that's interesting what i mean you uh this is uh this is something that you're into you're into analyzing and and all this so i'm 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 ready to to hear what you have to say no but okay no because i always think of sean as a cool dude in a sense of like i've always seen him seem like you know, he's got good taste in music and he knows, you know, kind of what he wants to do. And, also, and I've never really thought of Sean until this last, I would say, five years as somebody who's waiting for a cue in a social scenario. And maybe you didn't know what was going on in his head? Yeah, I mean, maybe I didn't. Maybe whatever. I never really thought about it to that extent. I almost thought of Sean as like a taste leader, like a leader a little bit. I've always thought of Sean as like somebody who's stepping out. You, it's obvious you're a leader. It's obvious you're setting the pace. It's obvious you're putting streetwear, you're doing this, you're fucking blah, blah, blah. You're taking chances, you're taking risks, whatever. It's clear. You fit the, the bill. Like when you paint the silhouette of a fucking leader, it looks like Steve Lucky Luciano. With Sean, he's been a little quieter, right? But I've always thought of him as having good taste and, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, well, then I've been watching him lately and I've been watching him watch you, Steve, and the comments he's making when he sees you and some of it is like, wow, he can just go from this to that, like real quick. And, and so I think about Sean and I'm like, man, that's it's fascinating to me that like, even I would say, I feel, I understand the concept of saying like, well, I don't know people like that. So I'm not going to overstep my bounds, right? I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to inject myself into a situation where I don't know what the rules are and the other thing. But I think that, so then what do you think goes on with me? Like, what do you think I do when I'm interacting with all these different kinds of people? What do you think is going on? Because I don't think I, I, I think I'm looking for cues, but I don't think I wait for cues. Right. You're similar in the same way, but you don't have the same energy that he, that he displays. Like he comes off and like the energy is like, he matches the energy like really quickly. Steve. You have your own energy. Like you, your, your, your energy is just what it is. You're able to fit in and, and fit out and like, you know, like navigate in between different social circles or whatever. But your energy is who you are. His energy, like he he's able to meet people at like the energy that they're at. That's true. That's fucking insightful. You hear that, Steve? Like, I kind of agree with that. So he'll answer the phone and be like, yo, hey, yo, the, you know, and like, oh, what's going on, dude? Yeah, what's up? And then like the the minute before that, he was like, yeah, we're, good. we're just, just hanging out. Here. Yeah, that's true. And then like. And they say people that are like good communicators, they do match energies. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think that might be the difference. Sometimes I rub people the wrong way in a, in a certain way. Like, I mean, probably one third of the time. I'm pushing, I'm rubbing people the wrong way. I, or no, I don't know. Steve, what do you think? I would think, I would think that, that there would be maybe the one third, but that's, this is a 
I'm personally, yeah. This is what I like about you. Yeah. What you bring that I would never want you to change. Right? That's no, who you are. I don't that, think I can change. It. Right? You, yeah. Uh, you are. See, I trust that. I right. trust when somebody's going to come right out, and I, tr- I, I trust that because that's where I know. And you're very much like that, you, right? You know? But you want to know something too, though, with Sean. First off, because I met Sean through you, right? So when somebody's really close to Chumahan, I'm automatically going to have like tip top respect for the person because I know how smart and how sharp and how how on point he is so somebody that's really going to be close to him like this dude's like got some magic to him but then as i come to know you it just based off of the okay i know we all know how smart chuman is yeah okay the questions how he dives and he's dissects. thing is is like if we're just gonna line it up when we're talking and different questions come out the questions that you come out asking yeah when we're talking about shit are so like they're at a whole you're thinking at a whole different level at a whole different direction and when you ask questions sometimes the questions you ask are way deeper than the questions that we're fucking with like you're thinking about stuff from a whole different perspective yeah and it makes me think what is this dude thinking about these situations because you're looking at stuff through glasses that I didn't even begin to unpeel back. I'm like, fuck. Sometimes you bring up things and say things. And- like in the hundreds interview. Yeah, bro. Like right? when you like- ask a question, you have there's some there's some depth and reason why you're asking question. That's true. And you've peeled it back. You're like waiting, wait. or maybe you're not. Maybe your brain just works like that. You're just on this different level of of the, yeah, dude. And you also it- have a pa- I don't know how, but you also have like a patience, a poise about you. Like yeah. me and Chumahan might get real excited about something and you'll be like, all right, hold on a minute. Because there's this whole <laughs> thing over here that doesn't match all like that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that we're getting all excited about Red Circle. And then he's like, yeah, there's, there's Anchor though. But Anchor is this other thing. And you're like, bring in this whole other set. I'm just like, it's a good balance. See, we're all different, but just, just as valuable in other ways, man. Each person's valuable in different ways. Because that, that Hundreds interview, right? Uh, okay, so we got some excellent shows coming up. One, uh, Actually, by the time they're listening to this, they've already heard the Hundreds episode. Okay, so after you've heard that Hundreds episode, you will know, right, that Sean... So we have these questions, and in, in, in the interview is good. It's nothing against Steve, nothing against me in terms of like what we're saying. Uh, but what, what Steve's pulling out, and I agree with 100%, was... I saw Sean's face and he was like making all these goofy, like he was touching his chin and like scratching his ear. <laughs> Playing and I, pocket pool yeah, and shit. I was yeah. like, what's he doing? Yeah. Like a professor's thinking. So I just, I turned the interview over to him and I was like, Sean, da da da. And then Sean asks a question about champion clothing, which yeah. opened up like a cool two minute dialogue between Bobby and, and Ben. Right. Yeah. Did you, you saw that, right, Sean? Yeah. Did you feel good about that yeah. question? Uh, I mean, after, yeah, after, you know, it could have been, it could have went for me. It, it was kind of tense because it could have went two ways. They could have been like, oh yeah, champion. Uh, they're, they're a good brand no, or something like that. It was very, it, it did get into a, a, a deeper conversation. So I, I, I was, and it's a big, to- it's a big topic in apparel, like yeah, but, the comeback that they made and how that happened. How right. did all of a sudden this brand that we always knew Get to that, like, because they did something that a lot of people don't do, and yeah. you were just taking notice to it. And yeah. anybody who's paying attention is like, 
You're like, how the fuck did this tidal wave just like come through here? Yeah, yeah but the day, but so, but the thing that, so this is why sometimes Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds are fucking whoever's on the long haul from Las Vegas, whatever the fuck, <laughs> right? You're out there. Sometimes you hear me get a little frustrated and snippy and snappy with Sean. It's partially because his defense mechanisms um, about being stressed out, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna ask this question and it could go up or down. Dude, Sean, that's my whole fucking life. Like, I get on this thing and sometimes I throw shit out there and it doesn't work. Like right. it just, and, it, and, it, and it's out there and my ball falls off and everyone can see it. <laughs> right. But you know, that's the only way that you get the experience. It's the only way that you grow. It's the only mm-hmm. way. And so sometimes I get frustrated a little or snippy with you because I know what you got inside. You right. got the champion questions inside. You got some dumb shit too. Yeah. That's fine. But like Steve said, you come at it from different angles or whatever. So sometimes when I throw the shit over to you and you're a little flat footed and you're like, I don't know, you, you tell me the summary. I get like, motherfucker, I know you. I know you have a deep opinions. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know why we're playing this game. Go ahead. Well, what do you got? I was going to tell you that. Like, I'll give you a for instance. Like, Go ahead. Sean's not, Sean's going to not divulge everything. Sean's going to hold back. He's going to sit. He's going to pick and choose what he's going to divulge. And he may have a lot of information on it. Yeah. But he's not. Like, a guy could come in here and be like, all right, well, uh, I really like cherry pie. And the first thing she wants is going to be like, dude, my aunt from Albuquerque makes cherry pie. Hey, you're going to go to this whole story, right? And then I might be like, I might pick and choose and be like, yeah, maybe I'll say something. Maybe I won't. Yeah. And then this guy might be like the master cherry cake baker. Right. <laughs> like this guy might eat a piece of cherry cake every night, but yeah. he's not going to say shit right. about any of it. Why? He's going to sit back why and watch it. I don't know why, but he, but that's the type of shit he, he knows about shit, bro. Oh, well, he does. And he'll every now and then, like he knows about rock and roll. Yeah, he inherited he all those albums. He's yeah. like, I can see his face like, Boston, fuck yeah. Like, he knows. Like, I'm just saying, like, he'll pick and choose. Like, Why this are you dude knows a bunch of shit, dude. He knows a bunch of shit. And you see when we start talking about DJ and beats, all of a sudden he's like, dude, that was high C and so-so. And that was the yeah. same. Like, yeah. like some deep, deep yeah. shit. I don't know deep shit like that. Yeah. Why are you fucking around? Like, why, why are you picking and choosing? What the no, fuck's why, wrong with yeah. you, Sean? No, why God, are you picking and choosing? Damn. Why are you picking and choosing? It's because that's that's my style. Yeah, that is that's your style. style. Huh? That's my style. Man with the master plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to tell you, know what? Hey. I, what I will say is this, is a, 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 nothing. What I will say is this, is that I grew up, I grew up when I was a kid, and I was around a lot of white people. I'm yeah. white, you know? I yeah. grew up rock and roll, and that was the shit I got turned on to, kiss, rock and roll, all that stuff. Yeah. My dad lived in Santa Monica, in a almost all Hispanic area. My mom lived on Cadillac by La Cienega, which is primarily a black area. Then yeah. rap music comes on, and I spent a lot of time with rap music. I, I, I at brothers, that whole, all that. I saw all that growing up in that area and seeing that. And then I'd be with my dad's, and it was about I was embraced by a Chicano community and considered myself that. But I bounced around. I never let go of a, I was never with a bunch of Chicanos and not listening to rock and roll. They were right. listening to it with me. Right, like, I didn't deny it. Right. I was never around brothers and not denied that I was into rock and roll or rap or whatever it might be. And it was like these things, I kept them and kept them. And I think I, I paid attention to what was, I don't know, bro. I like, I, I have a lot of love for like, 
I mean, when we start talking about, you know, st- the Commodores or Stevie Wonder, like this, this is music, bro. You know, mm-hmm. um, that I love. Like that. That's man. I mean, th- this is this is music that played huge, huge parts and roles in my life, and. And so it's like I collected all these cultures, right? Yeah. And I feel like if I should walk into a room of of, of blacks, man, that I, I have a, so much to relate to them on because right. I, I love their culture and I love so much. It's my culture. It's American culture. It is or, American or, culture. Or, or there's white boys. Or maybe I didn't get into punk rock, but I was always around. And me and punk rockers have like a mutual respect for each other because the punk was like oh they're just like fucking gangsters you know fuck right them, you know anti-establishment yeah bro like so we got on like that so it was it's kind of like i had an experience and my history loans itself to many different cultures but it wasn't an act it's part of my library of me and so when i'm dealing with different people i'm i just don't even have to dial into that. It's automatically a piece of what I love. And, and we can usually find things to land on that we both really enjoy because that's part of my life, part of my culture. And, and I can go in depth on whether it be low riding or whether it be this or whether it be that. I, I, I get it, man. And I think that walking around and being able to, it's not even chameleoning. It's just me sharing a piece of, and and depending on on who they are, they're going to get a different piece of me. What you're saying Does that is, make sense? What you're saying is, is you're not you're not mimicking cultures. You're just opening a door to the house that contains all of the cultures in its foundation. Oh, yeah, man. You're just showing them a piece of your foundation. You're not replicating. Right. Exactly, and that's why it's not chameleoning, Mm-mm. as you so elegantly put it. Yeah. So, Sean. A lot um, of different shades. There Steve are Steve Lucky Luciano, right? Absolutely, yeah. and you know that's interesting. There's a lot of different shades to Sean too. I didn't really realize that you had like a country thing until the last this last year. And I know you're saying you don't like new country, but I'm just saying I didn't realize that until this last year. And I'm not exactly sure. Some of your walls have come down, Sean. Yeah, I didn't know he had such a love for rock and roll. Yeah, like as when his eyes lit up when we started going through our. I just didn't know that. I thought, yeah, Sean and this and that, and he's like the techno. And then there was like he went into his stages of trying to be a rapper, so that's why he knows about all these early on. But you know, just the fact that you know, like the whole rock and roll thing is like it's a, just another thing that he's kind of like held back and waited to like we have to dig it out of him. Right. I wonder how much more there is to Sean. Uh, there's a ton, there's a ton to him. You got some women's clothes in your trunk? Hmm? <laughs> I got you cross-dressing women's, I got some women's bodies in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Dohan. Uh, uh, <laughs> nobody, no case. Nobody, no case. <laughs> Big shout out to Dohan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, I think that that's true. I think that, that, that makes sense. Um, what you're saying, Steve, about you. And that's kind of. And it's weird because you've been in this place in LA for so long. So that's why you know everybody. Like in the hundreds, you've already heard the interview now. So you know that Steve introduced the hundreds to Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Sean, like probably 
six months ago, I was telling Sean, I'm like, dude, this dude, Steve, knows everybody. He'd be walking on the street, and some dude selling oranges would be like, hey, what's up, Steve? And he'd be like, hey. And then next thing you know, you're in Beverly Hills, and some fucking attorney comes out of the things like, what's up, Luciano? And it's like, it's like <laughs> everybody. He knows every single person almost. It's insane. Oh, that's good. That's why it's the hard luck show, right? That's why it's the hard luck Bring show. Bring it to you the hard way. Yeah. Hey, you guys... Um, just real quick, and then let's end this because uh, we've been going for a while. This was the music show. It didn't really, we didn't intend that to be the music show. But the thing is, is um, fuck, I had a whole rampart thing, a true rampart thing to tell you guys. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that later. We're trying. I'm trying to get Blackbird on the show so we can finish up Rampart, right? My sister in law's, my sister in law's boyfriend, his brother worked in the LAPD and was assigned to that Rampart division and I had some wait you're what you're who sister-in-law uh-huh your sister-in-law's boyfriend boyfriend right John is a cop no he is a sold a bike company to Koreans or something okay all right his brother is a cop an LAPD and he's got two stories one is the rookie year when he, in his rookie year, his brother had to kill somebody, which is an interesting tale. What? In his rookie year. He had to kill somebody to get into the um, Rampart game. And two, he was assigned was to the Rampart. All right, fuck it. We're talking about it. He said that. No, you got to you got to save that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah, no, you guys got the way. We'll get into it and do all that. All right. All right. Good, good move. Good move. So, all right, so so we didn't get to that, but we got some shows coming up that we got to talk about. Yes, absolutely, we right? do, we do. We got, um, what's coming up? We got Lifer Series, we, we still, have, we got Ralph. Oh, we've got more? Okay, we, so we've got some great Lifers from the Lifer Series. We got some great interviews we're going to put on. Right. All right, deep, heavy, a lot of information. We also have, we got a show coming up on Third Strikes. Third, third strike strikes, law? third strike law, the third strike law. The the in what is it? The inception, the inception. That, how right? it started? How yeah. it started? You know, right? Exactly. The whole third strike law. And man, let me tell you, me and a couple of my friends, personally, I fought a third strike case. Um, you know, I and close of my friends have have had exchanges and personal personal experience with that and how it went through the court systems and all of it how it affected my life and friends of mine right um so we're going to talk in depth about that we're also we got wonderland murders we're at the four on the floor aka the wonderland murders uh the murders that took place in the hollywood hills uh surrounding john holmes and eddie nash right right uh we got uh the meditation madam we don't know exactly i mean i'm calling her the meditation madam i don't know but we got a lady that's coming down she's pretty famous in the area for teaching meditation and mindfulness to prostitutes yep and she said uh you know she wanted to do the show She's coming down, and she asked me. She said, "Can I bring my bring hose? hose down?" And we we're like, "I mean, yeah. sure, why not?" And bring them. What's Line that? Is she gonna bring Tanisha down? No, no, no. Tanisha's Tanisha works on her solo, own. Yeah, solo she gig. doesn't pay anybody. No motherfucker, yeah. she don't pay anybody. She fire no. pimp. She keeps all her money. All right, but yeah. Anyway, so we got the meditation madam coming down. She's gonna talk about mindfulness and prostitution. If you That's can understand right. that, um, we got we have, some, an, we have an artist coming down. Right. Uh, right. The Vile, right? Yes. Vile. We got a great show. Vile's amazing. Huge. 
Huge, huge, serious graffiti artist. Been in the game for 40 years. Yeah, this guy is no out. like fly by night. He's no. actually an artist in residence and he teaches kids yep. how to use the yep. aerosol arts. He won some battles. I want to get into that. He's battled other graffiti artists. So we're bringing him in. Uh, we got him coming in. Yeah, battle. Battle. Graffiti battles. Hmm. I, I, man, I had a whole, I had a whole sound bed. So should bring that back. Dude, graffiti I, battles. Graffiti so we've battles. got DJ Muggs coming in. We're bringing in DJ Muggs' mug to come on in. We got Mr. Cartoon. Mr. Cartoon. We got, oh, we, we're going to have a rash of Indian shows. We're going to bring yes. in some Indian shows. Real shit. Couple, a couple American topic. Indian. Right. Um, we're going to, one is how they used different shit back in the day. Like how, for instance, I'll just give you a little tweaker, a little tweaker, a little pincher, a little pinch for the cinch. Uh, the innovation of the American Indian. One of the things, so when they hunted ducks, right? There was a tribe, <clears throat> this was in the Southwest. And they would take gourds, big gourds, like big fucking what are pumpkins, gourds? pumpkins, calabasas, all right? Like giant fucking gourds. And what they do is they cut them up, haul them out, glaze them. They had all kinds of things to use as glaze, like tree sap or whatever, so that they were waterproof. Mm-hmm. Okay, now listen to this. And they would take these gourds, and they might be the size of like half a bathtub, big, right? What? Like, okay. Yeah, a gourd as big as a bathtub. Yeah, they really? were like they were like big pumpkins. Shit. Right, pumpkins are from here, so they would cut them in half, and there'd be this like giant bowl. gourd bowl, basically. Right. All right. They would put them in a lake, and they would set them in the lake for like a long time, and these gourds would just sit and float upside down with like a little air cavity in the top. Mm. Okay. And they would just sit in a lake for a long time. And the ducks would come for like months and get used to the gourds. Okay. Then the Indians would swim underneath the gourds and they could breathe inside the gourd. Mm. And they would slowly work their way towards the ducks. But because the gourds had been there for so long, the ducks weren't scared of the gourds. And then the Indians would just grab their feet and yank them under the water and break their neck under the water. And they would just pick ducks out of the lake. Like Damn. that, like they were just picking berries off really? the bush. Absolutely, fucking That's badass, 100%. You got to, listen, we're going to do a show on all American Indian innovation. You're right. The things these were, the, uh, just incredible, please. There might be multiples of those. And then also some Indian shows about um, to people of different races that got, a, that got kidnapped into tribes. Mm. Tribes oftentimes would take people in at like 12 or 11. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if somebody was relative was killed in a war or lost in a war or something like that you'd go to the enemy and take one of their like 12 year olds or 11 year olds and replace that person right and it wasn't like they became slaves it was like they became a member of the family family. right and then there's interesting stories about these white people or whatever growing up inside the tribe learning the ways and comparing them to where they came from i'll leave it off but anyway shows on that great yeah shows on that so we got those coming up um we doing a hillside strangle show we're doing Hillside Strangler. We're doing, we might do a Black Dahlia. I don't know. And you know what? We wanted to throw out to the listeners. Um, if you're out there and you're listening to this on your Bluetooth, if you've got some questions about LA or whatever, shoot them LA to us. LA history. Right. Yeah. Shoot some questions to us. We might just make it the topic of an entire show and just dive Absolutely. deep. Bring in Lepke to go on wild rants and go crazy while we deliver all the stats and everything else. Absolutely, yes. Everything that this show is. Um, and uh, let's see. That's what I got up to this point on Beautiful. all of that, right? That's good. Is there anything wrong with that? 
No. Hey, you guys, hit us up if you like these music shows too. Let us know because um, that was kind of experimental. Like that wasn't planned out and we just went through a whole- Nothing is planned out, you guys. <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. But like, I don't know what I I was thinking about. It. I'm like, fuck, man. I wonder what people think of that. We started out in one direction and before you know it, we we're like, I'm looking over at Steve and he's like, listening to You're a Winner. And then we went into Deep Malibu and then we went into deep Sean psychoanalysis. Yeah. Psychoanalysis did therapy work with Sean today. <laughs> yeah, such as inner child. What did you think of that, Sean? Was I that? Love it. Did you like that show? Yeah, I love it. All right, that was probably good. It's good for the road. I bet he didn't have to pay money for therapy today. He got some therapy <laughs> for free. No, he just has to pay because I'm going to drag him through Doctor Chumahan. Yeah, well, no, he has to pay because every once in a while I drag him through a Super Bowl loss or something like that. And yeah. He's like, oh, oh, let man. me ask you something. I go when when Chumahan introduces himself to people. They do not get his name. I don't get that. I don't either. Like he says Chumahan. And they're like, okay. And what is most times that what I hear people say back out is Chumash. I hear him say Chumaha. <laughs> I hear him say Chumash. Chumaha? Is there a Chumash? Is there a Chumash Kashino? No, there's a, a tribe. There's a Chumash, Chumash. Chumash tribe. Yeah, right. But, and but, they, they, because that's the first thing their 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 tongue rolls to is. Chumash. I hear that a lot. Chumash. Yeah, there's that. And then Sean's right. There's also Chumaha. Yeah. And I'm Chumaha? like, and I, I feel like I say Chumahan. Yeah. Chumaha? I mean, Chumaha? It's, I feel like it's syllables that everybody has Chumahan. said before. Chumahan. It's easy. Right. Hey, Chuman? You, Chumash? Chumash? Like, Chumash? Where did he say? Right. When did, what were you listening to when he introduced himself? Who said Chumash? I don't know, dude. I get that all the time. And it, it to the point where I over enunciate it when I talk to people when they first meet me. Chumahan. I used to hate it. <laughs> did you meeting. ever, ever at some point in your life ever be like, I've got to figure out a shorter name or I'm going to like fucking say my name is like Chewy or Tim well, or Johnny. I used to call him Chewy or, all the time. No, like, so, did you ever try like I'm gonna get a nick? I'm gonna do something to to make this easier. No, what this is what happened. My family from time to time will call me Chew, mm-hmm. just Chew, Chew or Chewy, right? But not. And but when people <laughs> call me Chewy, sometimes some people hear that they think I'm Latino and it confuses them. Then I tell them I'm Indian. I think it's Star Wars as soon as you say Chewy, right? Right. Which I think was based on uh, Lucas's Latino friend who was named Chewy. That's how he came up with Chewbacca, actually. But the point is, is, is so then it confuses people. And then when I tell other Latinos, like, no, 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 I'm not Latino. I'm a Native American. Then they think I'm trying to pretend like I'm not my own people. And they go into this whole fucking thing about how I should be proud of my heritage. Oh, <laughs> bro. I used to get shit like that, too. Yeah. Okay. But, all right. And so, so there's that. So sometimes you'll hear that because sometimes my family has said that. But I personally... No, I never. There, I've gotten to frustration points, right? Because I got a white name, Benjamin. That's a. That's what a do you mean? You got a white name? I got a white name. What, is, what do you mean? You got a white name? What does I, that mean? It means that I have a white name. A, Where a name. is this white name at? It, it's on my birth certificate. What? Al- along with Chumahan. Is it your middle name? No. How, uh, wait a minute. How do you? Have I two don't know. Names? If it's my middle. Okay, so when I was, do you have two names as a first name? On your? I th- what? No. I don't either. I only got one. You're telling me you got two names as I've first names. I've probably got like six. What? what? How do they fit all that on the birth? I want to see a picture of your birth certificate. Chumahan Delavan Himatin Benjamin Bowen. And that, you haven't even gotten to the middle or last yet? No, no, no. That's that's, that's the entire all. name. Yeah. Five. I got five. No, what happened was, you. The real. this is the real story. 
So you don't get your Indian name in my tribe unless the maternal lady, until the, the, the matriarch gives it to you. So when I was first bo- born, actually. Your parents named you Benjamin? Benji, yeah. Benji. Benjamin. Yeah, that's true. Come here, little Benji. That's Come why here. I hated that fucking name. That is a weird name. That's like the movie Benji. What are you talking about? We just talked about yeah, the Yorkshire Terrier. Ben huh? from ben, ben yeah. from fucking behind. Right. That's true. So, but anyway, and, and my mom, my Ben's mom. A, Ben's a good name for Ben the Hundreds. Ben, ben Shelley used to call me Ben. My mom, Shelley mm-hmm. Hill, who was a Oneida Indian, Shelley Hill. Anyway, she used to call me Ben. So, so <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Nah. What up, Ben? <laughs> Hey, Benny. Hey, get over here, Benny. Benny in the Jets. Benny, ah, the Benny, Jets. Benny. Go ahead, Benny in the Jets. So, 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 yeah. So, anyway, um, and then at a certain point, when you're like two or three, the matriarch gives you the Indian name. Oh, right. Okay. okay. And that's Chumahan. Now, the only there is another Chumahan. There oh, is. Really? A, I'll kill that son There's of a bitch. Where's he at? Is he in LA? Listen, as tough as you are, Steve. What? You might have difficulty killing. The oldest. Well, then I bring you along with me and we'll kill him shoot. together. The reason why is Uncle Tom Taylor, he's like my great uncle. He's got polio leg and he still carries around gun safes. This guy hunts bears. Okay. He's like a crazy motherfucker. He's also Chumahan. I'm named That's after him. Tim Chumahan and Benny Chumahan. So Tom right. Taylor, Chumahan. All right. So then at a certain point, my dad, when I was about five, maybe four, my dad turned to me and he goes, now look, you got. Two names, two first names right now. Boy. 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 He said, you you can, we're not going to do this back and forth shit. You need to make a decision. You're either going to be Benjamin for the rest of your life, or you're going to be Chumahan for the rest of your life. So, like, I'm a little kid, so I'm like, you know, and I thought long and hard about it. Better make the right decision. And I chose, I chose Chumahan. Yeah. And after that, I was Chumahan. So... Going back to your earlier thing where it's like, was there ever a time that I thought like, you know, I got to change this? Yeah. I've been a couple of times. And because I had had that experience that I get to decide my own fucking name, I didn't realize the power of that moment till later in life. Because there's a lot of people that don't get to decide their name. All right. I fucking... I stuck to the name Chumahan because I decided it. And yeah, I thought times I'm like, dude, there's been hiring times back in my past where it's like, I could sound white and I might actually, right, 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 do you right, think right, in my right, interviews, right. right? Do you think when they see Chumahan Bowen, like, do you think that they're like, they, they don't even know what race I am. Right. They're, I'm serious. Yeah. I worked, you know, John Davis, the, the, the Davis entertainment producer I worked for for like two years when I left, he, he didn't know that I was American Indian. The whole time he thought I was Italian. He thought the name Chumahan sounded Italian to him. He's like, hey, baby, why well, was that? You're Native American, baby. I thought you were Italian. I mean, <laughs> and the guy, I couldn't fuck it. I wanted to kill him, but yeah, he had yeah, all the yeah, money. Yeah, so yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of guy I want to punch in the face. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, 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 so yeah, there's been different times where I was like, and then my dad, who is a consummate, like fucking self-promoter, he was like, you got to push that Chumahan shit right off the bat. Let him know you're American Indian right off the bat so you can make that quota, blah, 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 blah. And what people don't know is that used to piss me off too because I'd be like, man, I don't want to make it just on that. Right. right. And when gotcha. I got into UC Berkeley, they had stopped. They had already stopped using the quota system. So I couldn't wow. even get in on wow. Indian shit. So now what was you? What, 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 I thought for a long time that I knew you that your dad was American Indian. He is. 
Oh, I thought you said that your mom was. She is. And dad, was he half something else? He was actually like three quarters something else. My mom is the most Indian. Okay. My dad got a little nip. Okay. And he What rode, else was he? He rode that all. He was mostly like, you want to know what? He was part Chilean. Okay. That's another thing I was going to talk to this fucking Chilean. Vile uh, one. Chili, dude. Hey, okay. Bartolo Reyes. Dude, that's, you got that. See, that's where you got that that heat temper at. yeah exactly yeah. yeah okay so so <laughs> so yeah that's that and then scottish welsh scottish bowen is a welsh name so he's mostly white really a lot of indians actually are See, mostly man, oh, white. Man, hey, no wonder he like the little nip nip every now and then <laughs> right scottish and indian exactly yo wow, that's a dude, double that's a cold, that's a that's double. A cold setup huh oh dude he got so you like you the alcohol huh like you the out al- that's not even the worst <laughs> dude he used to Every drink that he stirred, his stir stick was a his fucking finger. no. Oh, it right. was a chopstick <laughs> because he liked a giant tumbler right. yeah, full of dude. rum and yeah. cup. Yeah, he got and rum, rum. That's he would, didn't want to fuck with anything but That's rum. Gangster. And he got so he would get drunk, right? And one time he got so drunk, we had this cat that was part bobcat. He was half Manx, half bobcat. Big mean fucker named Skooky, Skookum, which in, in Salish means strong. Skookum, right? Wild fucker. Couldn't teach him nothing. And my dad was drunk, okay? My dad was drunk. And when my dad got drunk, he got real belligerent, mean. And the cat was walking by at night, and my dad grabs the cat by the back of the neck, all drunk, right? He had a box of cereal in one hand, (laughs) like drunk eating cereal. And he grabbed the cat by the scruff of his neck, and he picks the cat up, and he's like, you're a motherfucking mean-ass piece of shit cat and the cat was pissed like the cat had both all its claws out and its right. teeth were out and it was like yeah. like hissing like a vampire and my cat goes and he throws the cat on the ground and it was like the cat was made out of rubber because the cat bounced off the ground and jumped up and bit my dad right in the forearm and my dad started going and he was so drunk he had like a slow reaction so the cat sinks his teeth in my dad's forearm and my dad's going and he's waving and the cat is hanging from the forearm for like 10 minutes the cat's just biting as hard as he can and i'm watching this and the cat lets go and blood starts shooting out of my dad's forearm that was like a wednesday night so when you say does my dad like to drink oh hell yeah Yeah, brother that was his real career he loved drinking yeah he loved drinking all right all right listen (laughs) (laughs) blood shooting out his forearm the cat hanging on for 10 minutes (laughs) stirring up chopstick drinks the size of big gulps all right gentlemen it's been fun yeah this is from the mayfair hotel the hard luck show the greatest show on earth Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos.